Hey, Mike, what does a veteran call a large group of people? I don't know, Dan. What do you call a large group of people? A no thanks. I like it. Welcome to the Smoke Pit. Hey. Today we have two guests with us. Too many. <laughs> turning it into a four-way. So I will introduce my guests, mm-hmm. and then you introduce yours. He can introduce himself. It's fine. He's a grown man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, EP, what number episode is this? 14. 14. All right. So my guest today is Alexander James, Prince of Persia, Pfeffer. He is weighing in at a whopping 217, <laughs> six foot three of pure pain and destruction mm. from parts unknown. Mm. <laughs> uh, AJ and I did uh, several combat deployments together in Iraq. Uh, we saw each other in Afghanistan briefly. It was like literally like 20 minutes. It was crazy. Um, we also served in Quantico and he and I have been like to 10 countries together. Currently, he is snooping and pooping and doing things all over the world. AJ, say hi. Hey, Dan. How you doing? Doing very well. Thank you. Oof, that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and cut off AJ. <laughs> uh, Mike, introduce your guest. Uh, this is my buddy, Curtis. He is a corpsman, and he gives me uh, SCD tests. Curtis? <laughs> How's it going, Mike? <laughs> Hardest working man in the Navy. That's right. <laughs> Underpaid. Underpaid. Gainfully employed. Mm-hmm. Gainfully employed. So... Uh, so we brought these guests on today so we could have more varied, um, what would you say, uh, opinions on the things that we talk about. Straight panel, yeah. That's a word for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and, you know, we appreciate all the people who have been, like, uh, really supportive. And, you know, they say they can't wait to hear the next episode. And I'm like, bold of you to assume I won't have committed suicide by then. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Very bold. <laughs> uh, speaking of suicide, um, we were talking offline about how uh, we had this pact that if uh, any one of us ever were to off ourselves, like, first off, don't do it. But if you do do it, mm-hmm. make sure you blame it on something that is the command's fault, like uh, field day or something. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, they, they come into, you know, Lance Corporal Sharp's room. They see me swinging from the rafters with a note pinned to my, my trousers that say, it's because, you know, uh, Gunny so-and-so made me field day. And the Marine Corps is <laughs> like, no more field day. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I would be valid. I had a, I had a doc one time. Um, we went out to PTA because I was in Hawaii, and that's where we did our, our field ops. And he'd always say, I'm going to kill myself, I'm going to kill myself. He was, a, he was a very dramatic man. Um, but then one day he said, I'm going to hang myself by this basketball goal that was on the training grounds. And he's like, and then I'm going to have a stable note to myself that said, uh, the battalion made me do it. And then the second he said that, like two people were like, hey, doc, you okay? Like <laughs> nobody cared until he said the battalion made me do it. Then people were like, is doc doing all right? <laughs> is he doing okay? <laughs> <laughs> so um, did uh, did he actually? Or Oh, he did not. No, no. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. No, he's, uh, I don't know what he's doing. He might be dead. I don't have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That's, that's good follow-up. That's good follow-up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nailing it. Yeah, because, you know, um, it, it's it's crazy because like you know you, you have all these examples of like you know people have done that in dramatic fashion or mm-hmm. people have attempted and you know i definitely think that um not all suicide is preventable but a lot of them you can kind of see coming Absolutely. or people are doing for attention and um uh we, we had something for this didn't we yeah we did um same battalion <laughs> a lot of my corpsmen were just over the moon excited to be there apparently so um I told you this story just because it's like if you haven't like been there in a really high tense situation, you can kind of laugh about it afterwards. There was one little thing that made me laugh, and I'll tell you the whole story. Yeah, so uh, if you're listening and you get butthurt easily, uh, do me a favor and correct yourself. There we go. There it is. Right, there it is. Get that out the way. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> I can feel my Venmo growing. <laughs> um, yeah, so we were we were deployed forward in Korea, and we had an HM2. I'm not going to say his name. Uh, he, uh, he just found out his wife was cheating on him happens probably every single deployment and uh he came to me as the rp at first so i couldn't say anything confidentiality and i convinced him uh to bring it up to other people so he did and then uh so we admitted him into this really rinky korea hospital we had there we had uh american doctors there and stuff so it, it was there was a couple army personnel there so it was military technically and uh so it was me my buddy walter and the chaplain we took him over there and uh it's not fun. It's funny now, but so oh yeah, definitely he, looking back at things. It's, it's just really so he was. Yeah. He literally said like, "If you leave me alone, I'm gonna kill myself." So like, obviously we can't leave you alone. So we like we had our fucking assault packs. Yeah, because then gonna, you would get blamed if exactly. It happened. Yeah, more than not. Yeah, that's yeah. What I, was, I was worried about like thanks, guy. And uh, so we had our assault packs. Like we're gonna stay in, in the hospital with him as long as it took and all this stuff. And so literally, me and Walter went to some Korean vending machine to get like squid pretzels or whatever they have, and then uh, <laughs> panties to sniff. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. And so we we left him in the fucking admin room for one second while he's getting signed in and then you just hear some short Korean man screaming bloody murder yeah. and so we're like oh fuck 
And so we run in there, and uh, Doc had taken, he'd found trauma shears in there, obviously, and he was just gashing his wrists. They were like, fuck. Oh, wow. So, like, now I fucking lost all my money in the vending machine. Anyway, so we run in there. <laughs> <laughs> so we run in there. I'll get those patties, yeah, exactly, Danny. <laughs> exactly. Nobody take those. those are mine. <laughs> and uh, we run in there, and me and Walter tackle him, and he's just screaming bloody murder. He's just like, I don't, he's like, get the fuck off me. He's like, I want to hurt myself. I don't want to hurt you guys. He's like, this isn't about you. This is about me. These are my demons, blah, blah, blah. Wow, that, that sounds like an anime speech, you exactly. know? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like the villain, like as he's like powering up, he's yeah, like, yeah. the world has wrought this upon themselves. You did this. You did this with your folly and your ignorance. And uh, <laughs> I watch anime. That was really good. Um, so yeah, so I'm literally, we had taken him down, trauma shears fell out of his hand, and I'm holding his wrist closed because it's it's not spurting, but it's it's oozing, and it's yeah. gotten all over my camis, and they were desert camis, so I didn't have an extra pair, so I was pissed, got blood all over me. Yeah, those things are like, fucking what, like 60 bucks a pop? Lot. Too much, too much. And then the name tapes? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then exactly. don't you have to get like weird squid camis with the fucking, the, the, the crow on it? <laughs> or is it a ship? No, it's a ship, right? Curtis, do you have any thoughts on the squid camis comment? Oh, man. First of all. <laughs> no, no, it's like Marpat, but it's got the Navy thing, right? Instead of the EGAs, yeah, instead like of an, ours have, it yeah. has like the little chickens. Yeah, don't shit on me, it. okay? It has little it's, chickens it's instead of EGAs. The, it's the EGA. It, no, it's the Navy no, thing. No, what, what I want to understand here is why the... We're, we're just being frugal with our money, so we'll, exactly. reuse, we'll, we'll reuse our name tapes. Yeah, absolutely. And they're yeah. like, you know, hey, Doc, uh, I noticed your name tapes are really faded and they don't really match your camis at all, and you're like... Well, yeah, who can afford to replace these names? No, you're going to have to replace all of it. <laughs> yeah, with people bleeding on me yeah, all the yeah. time. No, Professionally. getting. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, this is bullshit. Well, you continue your story. I'm I will show you the story. Navy Marpat. I, I will pull Marpat that out. Had EJs on them. Anyway. Uh, no, you're you thinking of the uh, the CB uniform. Yeah, you're thinking Yeah, you're thinking of something totally different. You have to that, be. That's, yeah. No, continue your story. Yeah. I'm going to prove you wrong right. in a second. Tell the story, Mike. But my friend who tried to kill himself, right? So he said there's bleeding all over my camis that have the EJA on them. And... So it's dead quiet. He had just done his anime rant. And I'm holding my friend's wrist closed. It's bloody. And then there's a doctor hovering over us. And he's just, everybody's just quiet for like three seconds after he said, get the fuck off me. And then Walter just goes, no, we're going to sit right here. And that was it. And every time I think of that story, I just think of Walter going, no, we're going to sit right here. We're good. And that was it. That always makes me laugh. This is like a robber being like, hey, like, you know, can you take these, you loosen these cuffs a little bit? Yeah, and you're exactly. like, nah, yeah. you're, yeah, good. No, you're, doing you're good. good. You're good. So, yeah, that's that always makes me laugh. He's alive to this day. He texts me on the anniversary of that uh, every couple of years and just says thanks. So. Did he buy you new camis? He did not. So, so next so, time he so. texts you, you send him like a, a Venmo request. <laughs> hey, thanks for saving my life. What's this Venmo request? <laughs> yeah, because it's like, and then like, you know, if somebody does, like one of the worst things ever is like when when somebody does die, whether it be in combat or, you know, suicide or whatever. Yeah. And then like they're reading off like the duty roster and they yeah. get to like, uh, so on Wednesday, uh, Lance Corporal so-and-so has duty and like awkward pause. Yeah, yeah. And like one person raises their hand. They're like, um, Gunny, he's dead. <laughs> like literally dead. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, like I, I remember, yeah, being in, in Afghanistan and you know we lost two guys to an IED strike, mm -hmm. and I remember seeing their name on the watch bill and like my fucking eyes teared up. Yeah. I ripped that shit off the wall. I went to the fucking um, some fucking dad of a marine who'd yeah. fucking done the schedule, or whatever. I remember grabbing by the fucking throat and putting him against the wall. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this yeah. roster? He's like, well, I am sergeant. I don't. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this roster? <laughs> at that point, like one of the docs and like platoon sergeant had come over and like pull me off of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like really dickhead. Like, like this wasn't big news yesterday. <laughs> you know, like out of all like all this shit that happened yeah. on our little patrol base in the middle of nowhere. Like I, this wasn't big news. I feel like the word got out. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, I, I'm sorry you're fucking too busy you know beating off to your hentai porn. Hey, he had know? a lot of World of Warcraft to worry about. Okay? Exactly. Yeah. He couldn't be concerned with what was going on. Yeah. Because I mean, that being said, um, you know what like the the two worst words you could possibly hear when you're deployed are which ones river city oh yeah for sure for sure mm -hmm. yeah because it's like the you know the uh, the uncertainty of knowing like fuck is that one of my guys yeah, yeah. or like a friend of mine that you know i i went to training with or whatever mm -hmm. you know like is it somebody that i know yeah. and like you know obviously you don't want anybody to die but specifically you don't want it to be someone you know of course because you hear river city and you're like fuck yeah and um EP, uh, does the army use river city uh, I believe so. Yeah, or blackout. We call it blackout. Everybody does. Yeah, Everybody even does, DOS yeah. uses it. We still yeah, use so that now. For uh, for the if you're in one of the fifty some odd countries that listen to us, um, <laughs> River City is like the code word for like when you have a casualty. So they cut like all outside communication, mm -hmm. so that way like the proper channels can notify the family. Mm -hmm. Versus you know some dumb boot being like, oh fucking you know rip you know PFC so and so hashtag never forgotten, right. and the family's like what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that shit happened on like uh, early yeah. in the war oh, and sure. like. 
because this was kind of like the surge of uh, social media mm-hmm. where people were using like MySpace and stuff. And imagine finding out that's how your fucking friend died or on, your, your your kid died yeah, on MySpace. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I mean, just be a man and like read the back of a Marine Corps Times like the yeah. rest of us. That's how we found out most of <laughs> our true, friends died. Yeah. You know, <laughs> as uh, as great as it is that they're paying all recognition to you know everybody who's been passing away recently. It's just I just remember during the height of the war when you would open up one of those and there'd be dozens of faces yeah. in there. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think the current society could handle that. No, definitely not. I think that they would, like, demand for... It would almost be like Vietnam, where they would, like, demand for the war to be over yeah. if, like, every time there was a casualty back in, like, 05, 07, uh, 2010 in Afghanistan, that was really hot. And, you know, some other times. And every time that happened, they were, like, blasting their faces. As for us, we would have to, we'd have to fucking buy this, this yeah. fucking shitty newspaper, yeah. you know, so we could look in the back to see if our friends were dead. Yeah. You know, or like when you did have a friend die, you'd have to buy it so you could clip his picture out, you know, and like, yeah. and put it up on the fucking, on the board for everyone. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I don't think that the current society can handle that. No, definitely not. AJ? I feel like the, the, the big problem is that the only time there's ever any recognition given to those sorts of individuals is when it's used as either uh, clickbait. Yeah. Right. Or it's some kind of political statement. Like you had a, a bunch of, I want to say Navy SEALs or Delta operators, I forget which, uh, died in Syria recently. Yeah. And the only time I heard about it was when all of my ridiculous, uh, I only have a Facebook post so I can make shitty posts about my political beliefs. Yeah. Friends were like, oh, look, but Hillary would have done this and this is what happened. And I'm like, mm. why are you going to disgrace these people? Like just say, hey, so-and-so died. It's shitty. Yeah. Right. No matter how... Because these guys go overseas, and no matter what you feel about the war, right, wrong, or indifferent, no matter how you feel about Syria, right, wrong, or indifferent, these guys signed a contract, put a uniform on, and went into a shithole in order to make lives better for somebody else. And yeah, the, only, the only memory they get is somebody uses them for their political advantage. Yeah, Curtis? Well, circling back to what, what you were talking about with the Marine Corps Times, uh, I remember that vividly, and I think the worst part about that was... Um, you think about like all the normal things you were doing for like the week or two before you read that. Mm-hmm. And then you would, you would think back to, Oh, they were killed on this day. And you're like, okay, well I'm back from deployment. So I was at a barbecue. I was fucking off. I was doing just ridiculous shit on the weekend, you know, riding my motorcycle, doing, doing whatever you were doing. Yeah. Cream pieing some fat chick. Oh, well that's <laughs> not everybody but, has uh, the same agenda as me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I just, I, I think that was the, uh, that's what still stands out to me about, yeah. about that experience that I've, I mean, unfortunately had multiple times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then kind of also on the, the back end, like, uh, you know, you can kind of flip the, the, the spectrum on that is like, you find out that like something bad happened, like your friend killed himself back home or mm-hmm. your girlfriend cheated on you. And then you're just like, you kind of place a date and you're like, fuck man, that was like the same time that like this guy died on this patrol yeah. or we hit this IED. And then you like, you associate with that, with the shitty thing that you were going through. And so it, it, it kind of works on both ends, you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And then it's kind of it's kind of crazy to see, like, you know, I, I did Iraq, Afghanistan, you know, like, I, I know AJ's been over, like, a dozen times, uh, you know, Mike and Curtis, and you guys are pretty salty, and it's just, like, we're walking down the street, and, like, people don't give a shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, they, they, they just, like, they have no idea how, how much this fucking kill is in this box right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No idea how much fucking kill is in this box. And people don't fucking, you know what fucking pisses me off? Oh, God. No. <laughs> Well, I like how you set yourself off. <laughs> no one's saying anything. Yeah, and you know, okay, I know this is kind of fucking random, but what pisses me off is that I got in fucking trouble for trying to bring home a goddamn Iraqi bayonet as a fucking war trophy. Mm. But then when you talk to the fucking old heads at the VFW and shit, <laughs> these motherfuckers were bringing wives home as fucking war trophies. Like hey, Vietnam hey, human, and Korea. Human trafficking was a different situation back then. Right? <laughs> yeah. They they have a much better life running, you know, all the barbershops and the uh outside of base, they are very industrious and they are fucking killing it. Right? Like I can't sew to save my life. Thank God those shops are there. Wow. That actually brings up a very good discussion. A very good discussion. Um the difference between the the uh the African American barbershops and the Asian American barbershops. Speed and precision. You know, like if I if I want like a hair Haircut that's gonna take like sixty minutes, but it'll be the best fucking haircut I've ever had in my life. Yeah, I'm gonna go the African American one. But if I'm just like fuck, man, like you know, I, I need to get formation, or I'm only late, or I'm super tired, I'm going to the Asian shop. Yeah, yeah. That's just like zip zip. I mean, it may only, it may not be the best haircut I've ever had, but I'll be in and out in twenty minutes. Oh, you're just... definitely getting high and tight because it's all they can do. You're, you're getting high and tight. It yeah, won't if you want a good, a good fade, <laughs> yeah. If you want a good fade, you know, you, you know where you know where to go. But if you're just like, I just need a fucking high and tight. 
you know, for cheap, like, yeah. you know where you're going. Well, so that's that's the difference between the Navy and Marine Corps, though. Yeah, you yeah. guys are so ridiculous <laughs> about, hey, I'm get a haircut, getting a haircut, getting a haircut. <laughs> Meanwhile, the corpsman over here, it's like, no, man, I'm going to go get one good fade. Yeah. I'm going to milk it for like two, three, maybe three and a half weeks till I get yelled at. Years. Yeah, so, years. So, the di- <laughs> so the difference between a Marine and a, and a guy and a corpsman is that Marines hold the standard. No, Even oh, if the standard is oh, ridiculous, but, <laughs> but, then, but then the standard. Navy's like, I'm going to get away with being a dickhead as long as possible. <laughs> like you wouldn't do it if you didn't have a chance? I would absolutely do it. There My anger go. is there. strictly based on the fact that I could not get away with it. Yeah, I remember right before I was going to get out, like I turned into like the most belligerent. Like, like, <laughs> like it was super fucking belligerent. Like I'm showing up at fucking like 11 a.m. in civilian PT gear, staying for an hour, doing like checking my emails and doing shit, and then leaving to go to VA appointments. Yeah. yeah. And I remember uh, this one staff sergeant, um, like he uh, he had a, had a marine that like had a had, had a bit of a haircut deficiency. You know, yeah. it'd been like he's supposed to get it on Sunday. It'd been like Tuesday, and my master sergeant was like, "Hey, staff sergeant, tell your marine to get a haircut." And the staff sergeant was just like, "Well, what about Sergeant Sharp?" He hasn't had a haircut in a month. He was like, well, Sergeant Sharp has stacked bodies, and your fucking Marine hasn't. He's been in for 12 years and done five deployments. What the fuck has your Marine done? What the fuck have you done, Staff Sergeant? And he didn't even have a sea service deployment. And so, like, I'm kind of, like, around the corner watching, like, hearing my Master Sergeant life out this guy who's higher ranking than me. And I was just like, at that point, I was like, that's dope, one. But two, I can't let this motherfucker kiss me in the hallway alone. He's going to defend you in front of somebody else, but he's going to choke the life out of you the moment he kisses you. No, 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 the Master Sergeant was going to the Staff Sergeant, you know? Like, yeah. like the fucking the the pogue that was gonna be like oh that that fucking grunt you know <laughs> fucking dirty grunt with their large penises that we need Cormans <laughs> to bore punch you know another thing that pisses me off there we go <laughs> apparently Cormans are still fucking doing bore punches when all you have to do is pee in a cup well that's a preventive measure so, um, <laughs> if I if I told you it was as easy as peeing in a cup you'd right. be like Mike and you'd be peeing in a lot of cups <laughs> um, if I traumatize you enough by Grabbing you by the yeah. dick yeah, and yeah. then ramming something forcefully into your dick mm-hmm. repeatedly. Yeah. yeah, it only takes once, but yeah. <laughs> oh, um, uh, just sp- speaking of dicks, <laughs> yes. Pretend for a moment that it's for preventative measures rather than you just. Wanna, I like it. I'm all about you, it. You, you don't get to hold it if I'm peeing in a cup. If you got to ram a toothpick in there or a, like a cotton swab, Chopstick. right? Like a C, what is it, CTA, cotton tip applicator, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're going to stick a CTA in there, right? You want to be able yeah. to get real deep. You know, you have to hold on to it. That's what you guys are into. So one, one of my EOD techs on my first deployment, um, swear to God, this guy just didn't learn. It was it was every Monday. It got to the point where I would just hand him his own bore punch kit. Yeah, yeah. All right, bro, you know how to do this. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. And half the time he would just drop his pants in the lobby and, yeah, do it sure, right yeah. there, but yeah. um, you know, because why would you go anywhere else <laughs> yeah, to yeah. do that? Um, but yeah, some people slow learners, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Because, I mean, that um, for those of you who didn't uh, pick up on that uh, slight hint of arrogance, uh, AJ actually has a lot of formal medical training. Oh, yeah. Um, deal. And so he's bore punched a lot of penises himself. Don't let him fool you. <laughs> Cotton-tipped applicators have a dual purpose, sir. <laughs> oh, God. They can, they can be used to make sure that Marines' penises are clear of mm-hmm. the many STIs we have on a regular basis. Yep. They're also good for cleaning the deep parts of weapons. Mm. Isn't that just the same purpose? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is the exact same purpose. So we um, my gun and my gun go in the same place. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, right in the clearing barrel. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call her. Dual, dual meetings. I'm going to get so many messages about that. <laughs> oh my God. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of messages, uh, we received a DM from a fan. Yes. Um, who was, it would appear to be his deathbed. Uh, yeah, he yeah. was from the ICU. And apparently he was a really big fan of the show. And, you know, before he passed away, he's wanted to reach out and show us his riddled penis. Yeah. And so we are currently showing our our two medical professionals this riddled penis. Sweet Jesus. That looks like he fucked a Martian hooker. And we're going to get their medical opinion on this. So we'll start with AJ. Yeah. I'm going to say there's... Okay, so I know we can't show this, but there's... God, no. no. There's there's a hand and it's holding a penis. (laughs) And there are three different skin tones in one area. It's like ice cream. Like, it just... Neapolitan. Neapolitan. Like, yes, that's a good... Exactly, Neapolitan. Strawberries in the middle, uh, because why the fuck would it not be? And then there's just, like, chocolate and then strawberry chocolate or something. I fuck knows. I don't know. Yeah. Curtis? It's not the worst thing I've seen. I'll put it that way. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, well... So I'm going to preface this by saying Mike told me I was coming over here for a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) He's here on his day off. (laughs) I mean, you know, so I was like, okay, 
Right. So it's, it's the weekend. I won't have to look at any dicks. It'll be great. <laughs> That's how I get all my corporate bitch friends to come thought. over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bitch, you so. thought. We don't have to look at any dicks professionally. Exactly. Professionally. Yeah, 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 okay. I should I should have clarified <laughs> that. Fair. Thank you for, for bringing that up, AJ. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I uh, I don't think we're actually going to announce the diagnosis for the sake of our fans here. Yeah. But, um, well, I think he's dead, so. <laughs> yeah, and um, so this is just. This, that's this intense. Is, yeah. I, I, guess, I guess the only thing I could compare this to was my. Uh, my most recent. Wait, wait, wait. Point. Keep, keep, can you keep it? Um, can you read the sentence above it? Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought uh, we wouldn't get into let's that. Let's go here. Mr. Sexman, I am still awaiting your arrival of your underwear. Please send mm-hmm. ASAP. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, uh, Mike yeah, is Mr. Mr. Sexman. Sexman is, yeah, that is me. <laughs> A nickname they gave me, by the way. I'm no, 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 no. How honest can I be right now? What? How honest can I be right now? I'm as honest as you want. A girl you cream pied gave you that name. <laughs> My mother listens. No, no, no. no, no, no. It no. wasn't your mother, was it? <laughs> oh, Lord. I don't think so. Jesus. I mean, no, the Midwest. Wait, wait, damn. We do get bored. No, it, no. I thought E.P. Mike gave me that. A man you cream pied then. Oh, okay, fair enough. That's <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. That E.P. Makes Mike gave me that. Remember, because yeah. we were playing poker and he just randomly said it. Yeah, yeah, It yeah. stuck, obviously. Like no, most, see, that, that like was, most uh, things in my life. See, I just want to know how you can walk around with that amount of stuff just floating around on your dick and not do something about it. Well, I he mean, was, I mean, he, he did, did, he died. He well, okay, yeah, good. <laughs> he did the best thing <laughs> well, he no, could so for we, everybody. We had a guy on my last deployment who uh-huh. came in for similar unrelated issues mm-hmm. anyway and uh, led to my PA and I staring at his asshole. And uh, my PA <laughs> looked at this gentleman and said, uh, do you know you have warts back here? And the guy looked back and kind of did the whole... Oh, really? It's like, he knows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, those old things? <laughs> yeah, those old things. Oh. Oh, so before we spend too much of this episode uh, talking about uh, dicks and warts and assholes. Sorry. <laughs> Which is the name of my mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> so we, um, we back to the messages part, we have a, a quick shout out for, for a few of our viewers yeah. who are kind enough to, uh, to reach out to us. And we've actually gotten a lot of fan artwork. That's super cool. If that you're an artist cool. yeah, yeah. and you do a rendition of us, you know, we, we really appreciate that. Um, and Mike? Yeah, so uh, to the boys over at the – I'm going to fuck this up because I'm not Air Force, so I'm so sorry, guys. At the 455th EAMXS, I think I said that right. Uh, you guys are forward deployed, and they say, listen, it's like a shop thing, so it's really cool. So nice. I fucked it up. I'm sorry. And then we have an overseas unit. Well, overseas and while he's site. looking up that, uh, do me a favor – uh, if there are any hot Air Force girls in that unit, uh, make sure to DM us for science purposes. That's right. Because yeah, yeah. we actually have poll like questions that we want to ask. Because only like six percent of like the military, or, like the Marine Corps at least, is female. You know. Yeah. And so we've had a lot of female guests on. So like we like to ask these questions, uh, so that way we can make your experience better. Because ninety five percent of the dudes that you encounter. Um, in the military are have no fucking clue how to interact with you <laughs> and so that being said uh, if you're one of these hot air force girls uh, please message me directly <laughs> yeah. at a uh, pop smoke official with underscores <laughs> or msemsi no, on instagram no. i mean you can message me it's yeah <laughs> but only the hot ones though if you look like our executive producer in a wig mm-hmm. message him <laughs> he's into that she's saying like like seven and up or how, how are we doing that she ain't an eight she don't rate she ain't 280. She's not a lady either. So who else we got? Because we, uh, we got some foreign listeners too. Yeah, so this guy from Brazil said his unit is a big fan. So I said, shout him out. It's the 17BIS. How would you say the next word? Tefe? 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 Yeah, our Portuguese isn't very good. Yeah, so I'm sorry. But yeah, our Brazilian fans made you shout out. Yeah, and also if you're a, a hot. Uh, Brazilian woman <laughs> and <The> thirst. <laughs> Daniel, unrelated note. Yeah. They don't make unhot Brazilian women. They're all either tens or they're men. That's right. That's or, fair. Or both. Or both. <laughs> or both. And well, honestly, at this juncture in my life, I'm ready to roll the dice. 2019, man. You gotta yeah. go with the punches. Reason number six, I want to kill myself. There we go. Um, <laughs> actually, Curtis had something. We'll, we'll go ahead and go with that. Yeah. <laughs> It's gone, man. Uh, <laughs> you gotta be quick. T- T- TBI brain. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There Oof, you go. That's rough. Um, so, fun fact: uh, tonight is my birthday party. Hey. Yes. Yes, yes, it is. So, if you would like to buy me a beer, um, DM the page, and we'll give you my PayPal account, mm-hmm. and then you could send uh, a few bucks, and <laughs> I will drink this beer. And cheers to you in spirit. I like it. I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. So, also being said, we uh, we uh, we're, we're gonna be wrapping up the season. What next month? Uh, yeah, next month. Next month in February or in March? Uh, the end of February. The end of February. Yeah. 
So if you are um, in the area, you know, you do something cool, you have something to note, just don't be some fucking loser with a fucking sharpshooter badge. And that's like your greatest accomplishment. First, I mean, boots will be boots. You, yeah. can't, you can't be mad at him for being boots. Yeah, so, you know, feel free. Yes, you can. <laughs> you can yes. be mad at him for being boots and opening their fat fucking sucks, Mike. My God. My right. God. They get to be fans. They don't right. get to speak. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, so if uh, if you're in the area, we'd like to key you in on one of our events, yeah. or you know, uh, we we do book up quickly, so we um, you know we'd like to possibly schedule uh, any guests that have something worth saying. Like, don't get me wrong, like don't get you know, we come over here, we bullshit about dicks and killing ourselves and stuff like that. But I think we also like put out very uh, important messages to the veteran community we try to, yeah. about moral and social issues mm-hmm. and and you know trying to. Uh, be on a mission to civilize, if yeah, you will. Absolutely. <laughs> Very good show. <laughs> it covers and, everything, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you feel that you really have something of value to add to the veteran community, you know, feel free to reach out to us. And if we can't get you on the show because you're too cheap to buy, you know, to come out here, because let me fucking tell you how many Jesus. people are like, oh, I want to be on your show. I'm like, okay, come be on the show then. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well, you come to me. And I'm like, I'm not packing up the yeah, whole studio. Yeah, yeah. You know, and coming, I'm like, I'm not going to fly out there unless you're like really, really hot. Even then, then uh, we'll no. If, if if you're like an eight or above, we'll just fly you out. How about that? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. fair. That seems right. that seems fair. Okay. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's reasonable. <laughs> no expectation of sex. <laughs> and if you're like a six to seven, uh, Mike will fly you out. And if you're like a one to four, EP will fly you out. Yeah, he'll fly to you. <laughs> you know, he'll fly to you. <laughs> Has no, nothing to do with the show. No, 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 I take that back. I take that back because I have set him up with actually really attractive girls, and he's like. Three fifty for a ticket? No way! And then he'll buy a World War Two rifle, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, this is literally more expensive than the plane ticket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So if you're, uh... <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Just, laughter. Just, just own it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that being said, he is very frugal, and if you think that you uh, rate to mm. gain his interest, shoot him a message yeah, yeah. at uh, Steadbro America with an uh, with an underscore in between. Right. Yeah, and also being said, if you don't follow us on uh, YouTube or uh, Instagram, you're missing out. Yeah, for sure. You really are missing out I because took my shirt off for an episode. It was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, the hot sauce challenge. That was a great video that to was a watch. Really good video. You actually. say that now, but you're still wearing a shirt. Yeah. Well, then I, I can't just do it every episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. It loses the effect. I mean, why not? <laughs> he's got he's got his shtick. What about yours? What do you mean? Let's see your stick, Mike. My stick. Take your shirt off. <laughs> True fans of the show know my stick. <laughs> Yeah, so we uh we were at an event called the the Vettys uh, yeah, we were, a weekend yeah. ago. It was a good time. Myself, was a good time. Mike, and AJ, and it was a black tie formal event. You know, there was a lot of um, you know actors and producers, directors, mm-hmm. influential people in the veteran community uh, to recognize the, uh, the 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 charities and, and nonprofits in the veteran community that are mm-hmm. doing great things. And even if they didn't win award, you know, they were recognized just to be there. And it was awesome. You know, we got to, um, we met several different companies that say that they want to be sponsors yeah, uh, for the podcast. Yeah. And I had one rule. I have to have sex with them. Mm-hmm. And all the guys were like, 100% yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure Kyle was on board with that for that <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah. Any time after right, that, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah. Like, that was um, even before you asked about sponsorship. He just wanted you that <laughs> yeah, bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He cornered you. And so we can, uh, we can make a promise to our fans that um, when we... Uh, when we start accepting sponsorship, the plugs will be more organic. Yeah, you know, yeah. versus the first ten minutes of the show, uh, where it's just like, uh, uh, what's that that soda biscuit thing you like to say all the time? <laughs> this program brought to you by Johnson's Soda Biscuits. <laughs> I like that. That's I, I, right there. I had an old, I had a sniper buddy of mine, and he always swore up and down the radio was broken, <laughs> and that it wasn't the fact that he always spoke like this, uh, okay. very quietly, but yeah. in a very sensible tone of voice. Nice. So he'd call from the top, like he had to call the the, the tactical operations center, right? And he'd say, uh, "Halo, Halo, this is uh, DDM one doing a uh, DDM Overwatch from SDA six, and you're like." There's no way that's the radio. <laughs> like, like, like this this sniper Overwatch brought to you by Johnson Soda Biscuits. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, so we're gonna, we're gonna try to plug it organically for sure. And I think like once we get like Trojan on board, I would never. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't get a sponsored by a product that neither of you will use. How dare you! I would never. <laughs> That being said, please wear condoms. Yeah. <laughs> please. I will be sponsored by whoever makes Plan B. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah, so if Plan B is listening. Um, <laughs> it's just uh, called Plan B. Yeah. Mike, <laughs> i got to talk to you about your test results. <laughs> yeah, ooh, so, I'm uh, excited. Ooh, you can share them live on air and be like, Maury. <laughs> yeah, Mike gives out Plan B like uh, Curtis gives out Motrin. 
<laughs> from a Pez dispenser. Yeah, and not enough. <laughs> well, <laughs> not enough. Hey, just so we're all having the, uh, what do you call that, the public service announcement, yeah. Yeah. you can get a Plan B option at Walmart for $10. Really? I wouldn't trust it. I really wouldn't. Really? I mean, if you don't give her your real name, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> My God, AJ. My God, what a savage. <laughs> we're over here joking. EP, how are we doing on time? Right now we're at 32 minutes. Okay. 32 minutes. 32. Oh, man. Oh. So much time. I keep touching your leg. I am <laughs> so sorry. We are Corman. I expect that's yeah, the well, thing I was expecting. Just put me in a corner with a bunch of men. See what um, happens. I'm looking at the uh, the notes, and there's something here that says sperm donor ad mic. Sperm donor ad mic. <laughs> oh, I remember. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> here it comes. No, please go on. <laughs> I, uh, Do continue. Yeah, I yeah. posted this thing on Instagram with a picture of Mike, and it was basically like, ladies, are you looking for a sperm donor? Like, cut out the middleman and save up to, you know, $10,000 or whatever. Oh, right. I do remember I had that. so many girls respond to yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Why why is that not a business? <laughs> like like you got a lot of good things going for you, man. I mean the height, man, we can work on, but everything else Son of a bitch. <laughs> everything else, I mean you got a great career, right, you're a smart right, right. guy, you yeah, know, you yeah. got whoa, multi whoa, you're multifaceted. Whoa, whoa. Right? Hey, uh, Mike's not that smart, man. Yeah, that's true. I'm not uh, yeah. He's I'm clever at best. Clever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> clever at best. Yeah. yeah, but but look at this though. This this is smart. Wait, wait, yeah, do, 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 do one of these. Do one of these. Oh yeah. Oh man. You think left arm? There you go. Better on camera. Yeah. There you go. Look at that. Firepower. That's all the donor. That's all the donor information you need. So I, I did learn something today. Apparently, Mike owns a shirt with sleeves. That's new and exciting. I did not know that. Because those of you who follow me on Instagram, I and him recently just posted a picture of him in a tank top from the the tasteless gentleman that says "Cream Pie Till I Die." It's true. Yeah. Yeah, and so the tasteless gentleman featured him in that shirt. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, so that was that was pretty cool, and especially the fact that like it was advocating <laughs> un unprotected sex until completion, which well, is another thing. Like whenever a couple is like, "Oh, we're trying to have a kid," I'm like, "Thanks for telling me you cream pie your wife every night." Like, yeah, well, you don't have to think about. Oh, now that just ruined. Wow. Yeah. I never thought of that. Oh. <laughs> you learned something. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> You're right though. They always they always frame it so what, yeah. eloquently where it's. Hey, uh, we're we're really trying to have a have a baby. Yeah. Thanks for telling me about your nightly fuck fest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This isn't yeah. gonna make our interactions <laughs> any less yeah. weird. Nope. I appreciate yep. that. Quick cut to them like over the same, just <laughs> 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 Temecula <laughs> or, or whatever your orgasm word is, my Temecula. Or they're or they're having perfectly normal conversation like. Janice, did you take the trash out this morning? I love that. You're I love that. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. Oh, the soundboard. Perfectly worked into that. And it was funnier still because the the meme that I had posted the night before uh, specifically said in the <laughs> caption, please wear condoms. I, uh, I I actually got asked about that because of my, my loose association with, uh, with, with Pop Smoke Media is that someone said, oh, my God, did you tell him? And I was like, no, I didn't say shit about anything. And they were like. This meme says seems awfully well timed, Ooh. and I was like, "Yeah, because I tagged her in it." Scandal. Oh well, you know that happened. Oh, I'm kidding. I would never do that. <laughs> I'm joking. I would never kiss and tell, <laughs> unless it was on the internet to people I don't know. Yeah, because there, uh, there, there's a bad tradition among people that I know about being dry snitches. <laughs> and see, dry snitching is when you don't mean to tattle on someone. Right. You know what I mean? But you end up do anyways. Yep. And so, like. <laughs> Like, like for example, for, yeah, for the listeners, AJ's raising his hand. Yeah, Guilty. I am. Um, I was Guilty. I was showing this picture to a girl uh, a few years back, and it was a cool picture of me. I was in Twenty Nine Palms, and I'm like doing a knife hand, and I'm giving instruction. Um, there was a coyote behind it me. Sound like a cool picture at all? It, it was a great picture. Yeah. And no, it's not. It's uh, otherwise, not. why would I show it to a girl? Like, I don't show like this is me at you know Bible retreat. Like, sure. Well, that's what I, that's how I get all mine. So. so there was a coyote behind me, and they have the orange vest. So you have the safety officers. Yeah, yeah. yeah AJ has it. Well, that's a cool picture. Okay, it's cooler I, than you explained. I, I like to I like to yeah. point out that this picture is still his contact photo in, <laughs> in my phone. Like Aww. all these years later. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, wow, that's, like, super badass. There's, like, fire behind you. And I was like, yeah, it's crazy. And then he comes out of nowhere. Well, actually, and then proceeds to explain in ass-bleeding detail why that was inaccurate. And I could just, like, see, like, feel the vagina drying up. Like, it dried up so much, it sucked the moisture out of the air. And, like, my lips became chapped. Much like, much like 29 palms. That's right, yeah. Okay. All right, I don't, I don't. You can't see this from the camera, but I'll, I'll see if we can post it later or something. Yeah. This picture is badass. I've had it as his, as his photo in my contacts list for like the last ten years. 
uh, along with his ringtone, which for those of you who don't know, is Whitney Houston's uh, "I Will Always Love You." Oh, good. Right? No, that's all. Yeah, all tuned. Um, yeah, I have um, literally sang that to him. It, it he has, and it makes every every woman I've ever dated super salty because they that plays and they're like, "Oh my god, you love him more than me," and I'm like, "Of course I do." <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? Of course. Like, why is this even a conversation? But. Yes, it looks like there's like flames and shit in the background, which makes yeah. him look like a total badass. Plus, he's like knife handing someone at the same time, which is super cool. And it turns out that it's not fire in the background so much as it's a bunch of coyotes being shitty coyotes. Yeah. But who cares what it is? It is important what it looks like. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So when a sleut is like, oh my gosh, this picture is so sexy, I would like to fornicate with you. And somebody comes in, well, I actually, that's a dry snitch. Yeah, yeah. He didn't mean to do it. Exactly. He didn't mean I, to do it. I never mean to do it. it. I am a very supportive <laughs> friend, but I've also been yelled at several times for hooking him up with people. Um, so I will say, to his credit, though, he blew the chances for me, but he went down on her that night. Oh. So, and they high-fived. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't get it, but he did. Okay. But it's not like I haven't hooked you up in the past. That is true. Okay. We, uh, we're walking, as long as we're clear on that. Yeah, yeah. We were walking down the street in Las Vegas, and I had just recently found out that my ex cheated on me um, for like the fifth time, mm. and I finally had enough. You know, finally walking out the door. There you go. And I think I think I mentioned this on one of the other episodes. Yeah, I think yes, you did. did. Yeah, yes, AJ did. just came out and I just, heard no end of shit about it. <laughs> <laughs> what for something that happened in the past? Like women, <laughs> women, <laughs> like Moana, like wonderful, wonderful women who are all the equal of a man. But at the same time, we'll call you on your bullshit quick as fuck. Okay, this is backpedaling now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I was backpedaling getting harder, there'd be like a Wiley e. Coyote <laughs> hole in the wall right now. Like, please go ahead. Yeah, so like like uh, Maui is like, I've gave you your entire way of life. And she's like, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, he came out of nowhere and just like pulled super hard. Uh, so yeah, I, I will say, but I think that the numbers are more stacked because I have this nasty habit of setting him up with girls that he has sex with, but then break his heart. This has happened like three or four times now. Aww. Uh, yes. Okay, so <laughs> I like it without naming names because I am a respectful gentleman. He is ish. Bravo. I will say that Dan has very good taste insofar as being able to hook me up with people that are exactly my type, despite the fact that they are a very diverse crowd. He's never hooked me up with the same type of girl only once, but every single time I get stabbed in the heart, and I'm like, the f- it happens, and I'm like. Fuck you and fuck Dan for putting me in this position. And then every time I go, like I say, fuck Dan, and I go back to Dan, I'm like, Dan, hold me, I'm so sorry. Right? Every time. It's like, it's a very abusive but loving relationship. Yeah, so, so I think that mainly primarily has to do with the fact that you just have bad taste. Ooh. And so I hook you up with your taste and they turn out to be terrible. Incorrect, sir, because there are several different variations, right? You hook uh, up with different women every time. Yeah. Like there was a redhead and then there was a uh, redhead. Uh, there, no, I can think of four different redheads. I got you their number. Damn, four. Yes, but like only one that I had like a relationship with. Yeah, and then there was the there was there was one that was uh she was like a like a solid American patriot like Midwestern girl. Yeah, and she's fantastic. And then there was one where uh, you as we recount all of AJ's. I'm not gonna recount. I'm all about. It. I'm not gonna recount all. Of them. I'm just saying. I'm saying the redhead and the girl from the Midwest completely different in every conceivable way. Oh yeah, way. and then the the 29 Palms hipster. Ooh. Yes, but the 29 Palms hipster was uh, was also not not bad, different, yeah. right? But in the long run, massive it was just, knockers. Well, that's that's key. That's I think that's kind of the reoccurring theme. See, but not necessarily because right. it, at first, when you hooked me up with her, you didn't know she had massive knockers. <laughs> no, it, no was, it was low key knockers. No, it was yes because I remember I was I was leaving for Afghanistan. I was <laughs> low key I was leaving to go on a deployment. Right, this and is the was, best moment of my life. <laughs> yes, so she I was leaving to go on deployment, and she was in my room as I was pulling my shit out, my sea bags and stuff. Yeah. Like the formation to get on the bus to go to Afghanistan or wherever the hell we were going was right there. And he comes by, he comes walking by the room because he was in a different company, and he goes, Jesus, man, where the hell did those come from? Yeah. And I was like, they've been under those sweaters the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. Mm, yes. You know, but my point being yeah. is that every, every woman that he's hooked me up with has been different, and yet every one of them has... Broken his heart in a different way. Uh, 
You know that moment in the whatever Star Wars movie it was where like uh, Han Solo is trying to like talk down his son, and at the last minute he like lightsabers him in the fucking the heart. Spoilers, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's been years. Get over it. <laughs> right. I I get lightsabered in the, the heart every you. time. And yeah. you think. So all I'm taking away from this very extended this very long time this very this very long thing is you're sensitive and easily heartbroken this is why we probably should date men this is why we have doc this is why don't try to convince me that you're a better option all right i you're 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 all right but you're not my type semi unavailable right now is it because my tits aren't big enough exactly if i was gonna if i was gonna date a dude i think i'd go for like chris hemsworth Wow. I don't wow. think he's like, wow. But like right shaven head Chris Hemsworth. That long hair hippie shit, that ain't it. He like, Sorry. You just went like straight How about, how about a mic? That's what I'm saying. Why don't you start with a mic? mic. Yeah. yeah. And then work your way. Mike's you know, available. Mike okay, available. because because Mike's too short and the... <laughs> Not not too short generally, but too short for me. I'm six three, so like right, right. Like if you I was want that though, you want yeah, to be ladies. He's six three. If I was if I was giving it to him from behind, I'd have to like like squat real low in order right. to do it. Yeah. And my hip flexors, I don't think could take that over. Yeah, but you're, you're no bullshit. I just got a huge hamstring cramp. <laughs> Fuck, getting old. So like, oh my god, this shit sucks so bad. Yes, that's uh, exactly what would happen if I was trying to take Mike from behind. Wait, that's my point. <laughs> grab your grab your toes and pull in. I can't reach that far. So uh, yeah. So you went from being a Runt to now <laughs> tapping out during a podcast. I'm old, okay? I did a, my time. A decorated you know grunt. A decorated <laughs> grunt. Hey, the amount of times he's been blown up and like... Blown? Not, blown. Blown. Hey, blown okay. and blown up. Either right. way, Dan's yeah. a very experienced gentleman. So that will that will bring me to... I will close this episode out. Because <laughs> I think that's a great fucking segue into this point. Mm-hmm. You know, people expect you to be this fucking alpha fucking triathlete for the rest of your life. Right. And, like, people will, will message me and stuff like that. Be like, oh, you fucking, you know, you pussy or whatever. Like, why don't you PT as much? And I'm like, at what point in time, like, do you as a veteran get the respect of the older generation? Because, like, nobody would walk up to a Korea veteran or a fucking Bosnia veteran or a Kosovo veteran and be like, oh, you fat piece of shit. Why don't you fucking PT? And they're like, no, thank you for your service. Like, my first deployment was in 2005. Yeah. That was fucking 14 years ago. Like, Oof. at what point in time do I actually get to be respected as a veteran? Uh, 20 years. I, mean, <laughs> I know you're old, but damn. Yeah, that just put in perspective. Years? Yeah. 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 My first deployment was 14 years ago. Like, at what point in time do I, like, I not have to be a fucking, like... Because, like, you look at a fucking, like, a linebacker, like Ray Lewis or, you know, someone who has murdered people, you know, like, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> another you know, killer of men. Topical. <laughs> and so, like, nobody expects Ray Lewis, like, oh, you pussy, you can't fucking suit up right now and go win a Super Bowl. But, sure. like, everybody respects what he's done. I would say there are people like that. But yeah. you don't see that side because he keeps that to himself. Just like people don't see the side of people talking shit to you as a veteran. Yeah. So I'm sure he gets that as well. Because it's like, you know, you, you everybody always tells women to age gracefully and all right. this bullshit. Like, as a veteran, like. Like I, my, I got a fucking seventy percent disability rating. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, at what point in time do you get to be old and broken, or at what point in time do people just expect you to be this fucking you know triathlete at all times? You yeah. know, who's <clears throat> who's going to the Super Bowl? It's Patriots and Rams, right? I think so. Yes, yeah. Tom Brady is older than the coach from the Rams by like a decade. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. It, it really Tom is. Tom Brady also gets a flag if somebody sneezes on him. Tom, Tom Brady is also a terrible person. I would use the C word if I wasn't trying to not alienate your, yeah. your family. So if you disagree with that point, make sure you message him. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady is a cunt. <laughs> Don't at me. Wow. Be that he, as a may. He went there. No, I, I understand exactly what he's talking about because, like, in my current job, I still have to take a. Like, I work for not the DOD. Right. And I still have to take a PRT. Like, I have to take a physical fitness test. Once every six months. And I think that's the only reason I'm not 300 pounds and just stuff full of Cheetos all the time. Sure. It's because I'm required to maintain that. <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, it makes sense. How much do I have to give before I get to be a lazy piece of shit? Yeah, because right? and the Marine Corps, they give you a curve on your physical fitness test at the age of 27. Yeah. At the age of 27, you get the old man PFT. The Marine Corps, the stingiest organization in the world. <laughs> like... The, the fucking, the dude with the gruel and Oliver Twist is like, damn, why are you so stingy? <laughs> you know, the Marine Corps will let you be old at 27, but yet I am you know, a fucking cunt hair away from 33, mm-hmm. and I can't have a cramp in public in peace without being disrespected. <laughs> this isn't public. Yeah, this is not hey, public. Hey, we're, we're, we're very public, right? There's a camera on it. We're holding you to a higher standard That's because right. you are a public figure, sir. There we yeah. go, see? Because, I mean, that also being said, though, like, if, you know, we're out of the, at the mall and, like, God forbid something happens, I'm heading that way. You know, like, I don't care how fucking old I am. Like, I'm fucking heading that way. 
Like, I'm going to do my best not to get shot by the cops. <laughs> You're just going to see a tan bearded man with a gun. That's right. And I'm going to get fucking... <laughs> you get fucking lit up. You're just like a smidge far away from the the wrong kind yeah. of brown. Yeah, exactly. And so like I'm gonna do my best not to get shot, but I'm gonna go help. Like I don't care what age I am. But then like people are like, oh well, why don't you go fucking you know compete in this fucking Spartan run, you pussy? Like I thought you were a grunt. I'm like, dude, I fucking came in 2004. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like at some point in time, like like we all get hurt. We all age differently. You know, like like AJ said, at what point in time is enough enough? Like when can you give enough? Well, and I, th- I think part of that is you need to evolve as a person. So um, I, I had a really severe motorcycle crash like four or five years ago where I was put on limited duty. They tried to medboard me or they were looking at medboarding me out of the Navy completely. And I was able to bounce back from that. But so physically, I'm not where I was as an HN or an HM3 um, now, but my medical knowledge and training and abilities have far superseded what they were when I was younger. So I think you're progressing as a person. This is the next chapter of your life and you're moving forward. So, um, screw them. You don't, you're not a grunt anymore. You don't need to fucking rock up and go climb a goddamn mountain. You're, you're doing yeah, this thankfully. now and, and you're, and you're very good at it. So <laughs> I think that's, I think people that tend to call you out on that, they're stuck in that mindset of, you know, they're the kind of people that peaked in high school. Well, I used to play football. It's like, if coach had only put me in, we would have won state. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so fuck him. I th- yeah, I think we'd have Curtis on more often because I was going to say, Dan, you're lazy, and just move on. Yeah. <laughs> that was really uplifting. Yeah. You know what this motherfucker does, Mike? He sits there and fucking houses Big Macs. I do. And then I puts do. it on a story and just like, oh, look how good shape I am, even yeah. though I eat all these Big Macs, and then he eats a Big Mac. I literally, I'm not even kidding, I just had a Whopper before I came over. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm over here dying on this fucking kale substitute that you brought me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know we don't talk. I don't know. I know we don't say names, right? Sure. But do you remember when 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 Dan and I were at TBS or before we were TBS? We were in Quantico. We yeah. were three six. Yeah. We had a guy in our platoon that had a six pack, and he smoked two packs of Reds a day. Yeah. And he just ate absolute garbage. One time he slept inside of the door of his uh, uh, barracks room inside of a pizza box. <laughs> And his roommate came home after the weekend and, like, poured ranch on his head to wake him up because he wouldn't get up. Yeah, he's just a creature. Just yeah. an absolute... I literally had to supervise him showering in Iraq. Yes. we. The longest I went in Iraq without a shower was fucking two and a half, like, three months. Mm-hmm. We were already fucking dirty. Imagine being so fucking dirty that people are like, damn, you dirty in Iraq. <laughs> I know you have a shower in two months, but damn, like, you fucking dirty. Like, I... Like, watched like, a guy scrub his own ass. Yeah. Like, you were required to do that. Like, everybody gets issued, like, one or two bottles of water a day, depending on how generous our command feels. Everybody had to, like, like give up a part of their water so we could do, like, water bottle showers for mm-hmm. this creature. Like, this dude, <laughs> like, he was a fantastic <laughs> machine. The same guy who barked down the shitters. Yeah, yeah. Yes, the shitter guy. Exactly. Fantastic fucking machine gunner. Super accurate. Almost as good as me. And, but... <laughs> it was almost as good as me. Humble guy. <laughs> <laughs> our, our former company commander uh, likes to play us off of each other because uh, we, we were two of the better saw gunners in the company. Uh, with, with all arrogance aside, we were, we were two of the better ones. And But he said that I was the best, and then he told AJ that he was the best. At the same time on Facebook, while he and I were in different rooms, <laughs> the captain was on both Facebook accounts. like, no, no, you were way better than Dan. And he told Dan, he's like, you are way better than AJ. Yeah, and that just made us more competitive because he told us that at the time, too. Because I remember taking your analysis, and he's like, you better not fail this piss test. Like, you're the best saw gunner in the company. Mm-hmm. And, like, now looking back at it, I was just like, hmm. Yeah. I think I was being goaded. <laughs> mm. It's really an odd way to, like, quantify, like, hey, don't. Don't fail a piss test. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just don't do that. Yeah. And so, um, so that being said, he was a fantastic machine gunner, uh, saw gunner, and because you know, saw is a light machine gun. Before I get a whole bunch of angry fucking. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but I, he was gun. so fucking Fort dirty Lewis. <laughs> that I had to supervise him showering, and so he was just always super in shape, like ran like the fucking wind. And AJ was like, "Mark my words, you fucking turd. Like one day you're gonna get fat." Okay. Yes, I, I at at three six, I told him I was like. You know what? You can eat as many chicken wings as you want, but one of these days you're gonna get young, you're gonna get old, and you're gonna get fucking fat. Don't put you this have on a me. Fat neck, and fat arms, and a fat gut, and I'm gonna be there when it happens. I will mock you, sir. And straight up, it was like six years later. Fast forward TBS. six years. Yeah. Six years later, we're at TBS, and he goes to Islick, which is the Infantry Squad Leaders course. Mm-hmm. Now, for those of you who don't know. Any leadership course in the Marine Corps Haze is fast. like 90% break you apart by hazing you and 10% uh, PowerPoint leadership classes, right? Yeah. So you learn 10% of your day. You get the shit kicked out of you 90% of your day. Just gas so, grenades and old course. And yeah, pretty much gas course. grenades. 
Yeah, uh, Breacher's Course and like uh, all kinds of just ridiculous shit. So this uh, unnamed individual, yeah. to respect his privacy, uh, comes back from three months in Islick, or however long Islick is, yeah. comes back. He went in July in Camp Lejeune. Okay. It was 100 and bullshit degrees oh, yeah. in the swamp, and he came back fat. <laughs> oh he hadn't been fat his whole life. He came back fat. And, like, I didn't even know he was back. I just walked up. All the different squads were sitting outside of the uh, the instructor's hooch. And they were having their, like, little talk for the end of the day before you cut loose. And I walked up and right in front of everybody else. Like, uh, EP, please beep that name. Please take a time, Mark. <laughs> Damn. See, I, I, pulled a Dan, I pulled a Dan yeah. and told a story where I wasn't going to tell a name and it said AJ at the end of it. It's because you're a vivid storyteller. I'm right. a vivid, I, I, I can't help it. Passionate. I'm, I'm Passionate. trying not to gesticulate too wildly and knock you out. But so the, the gentleman in question, I walked up to him and I, I the first time I seen him in weeks. And I said, I told you you'd get fat and you got fat. You fat piece of garbage. <laughs> you have fat neck and fat arms and a fat gut. You got fat. You know what it is like you get fat. How are you in 180 degree heat? Carrying a log, ninety percent of your day get fat. You were terrible. I went off like five minutes. Yeah, and, and like the whole squad was looking at me like, "Jesus, we're Marines, and even this seems a little bit much." Like, yeah, savage. It, I'm around the corner in the uh, in the instructor. It was like the the old company office. They condemned it and then gave it to the the, <laughs> the NCOs to hang out the in. Filthy enlisted. Yeah, because yeah, the the new company office didn't have a space for everybody. So I was like the and so I'm around the corner. And granted, the walls are thin, uh, filled with asbestos as it is. Mm -hmm. And all I hear is. Fatty fat fat cakes! Fatty fat fat cakes! And I go running out and I'm like, what the fuck? And I just see him with indicting index finger. <laughs> Standing stentorian from the mouth. Yeah, and he's like got like a good eight inches, nine inches of height on this guy too. And he's just like, fatty fat fat cakes! And everybody's just like, what the actual fuck? And I'm just like, no, this is a prophecy yeah. from like six years fulfilled. <laughs> so that being said, we got anything else to cover before we shut down? Oof. I, I am good. Looking forward to your party tonight. That's I am it, looking man. forward to AJ put together a, a pretty sweet shindig. Yeah. Two days of shooting and pastries and drinks, and yeah. it's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and so just a final thought. I, uh, I recently got some bad news in my life, and um, the world doesn't stop just because you take a casualty on a mission. Uh, when something bad happens, you still continue to march forward. You still continue to push on because after you load that casualty on the bird, you still got to walk back to base. So if you're going through something hard, um, if you have some sort of trouble in your life, just keep pushing. Because at the end of the day, the mission's not over yet. You got people to prove wrong. You got people that have it dependent on you. And if you're looking for a purpose, turn to community service. Um, one of the things that helped me when I got back from my deployments was trying to help others. And that's one of the main reasons that I... I uh, run the pages and I do the podcasts and the nonprofit events is because I figured the moment I stop helping other people, I'll probably kill myself. Mm -hmm. So if you are going through something bad in your life, just remember the mission doesn't stop because you took a casualty. Keep pushing. You still have people that rely on you. I'm good with it. See you next time.